in a world where frauds and scams can be disguised as legitimate opportunities and anyone can be a self-proclaimed business expert. Who do you trust? Before you invest time or money, listen in to make sure your business is in the clear. Welcome to the In The Clear Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Reckla, and today we are talking to the founder and CEO of Dollars and Cents Bookkeeping about financial due diligence and the 10, mis- 10 accounting mistakes that business owners commonly make. Elmer, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So, Elmer, you've been uh, in the accounting world for a while now, and in full transparency, Elmer is our bookkeeper as well. Uh, his firm manages our books, and uh, he's by far one of the best that uh, that we have found. Um, and you can find his profile in the Clear Business Directory as well, so you can look into uh, uh, Elmer. He has been vetted. He is definitely a trusted resource of ours, and I'm, I'm super excited to have him on the show talking about this topic today. Well, thank you. So, Elmer, tell me a little bit more. You, I know that you've seen a lot of... Um, various businesses with your with all the different clients that you have and the different clients that you serve. I mean, I know that you serve everybody, everything from lawyers to uh, small mom-and-pop businesses to multi-million dollar businesses. Um, what have you, um, what, what are some of the things that you're seeing um, with, as regards to financial due diligence? What are, what are some of the um, common mistakes people are making? They're not doing it. <laughs> you know, a lot of people... Uh, don't do due diligence in any area with the business, and that includes the finances, which is the I think the most important piece to do you know uh, due diligence about. Uh, so people hire somebody they that they had referred from a friend or from another business um, you know relationship, or they just find them on the web, um, you know, or in a business directory, and then you know just because they're out there and they have a business, people just assume okay, well they're legit, they're they're good at what they do, and 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 whatever, um, and so they hire them as their their bookkeeper uh, to do accounting. And that's the area that I see a lot of mistakes are, um, especially with like CPAs. All of a sudden their CPA is like, oh, I can do bookkeeping. And in reality, they probably can't. Um, they're good at, of, but they're good at being a CPA. They're good at doing the accounting piece. But the, but the, I've noticed there's this disconnect between accounting and business. And if they don't have that connection and they don't have the background in, in handling accounting software, they try to apply CPA strict very, you know, into the business world and the bookkeeping and it just doesn't correlate. Um, you know, they're, they're all about journal entries and QuickBooks is designed not to have journal entries. And so I come in and I see tons of journal entries. And, and so, you know, it's not that they're bad at what they do. It just doesn't fit in the bookkeeping world. And so I, a lot of times I find I have to come in and kind of clean up the books, um, you know, to, to make them more usable uh, from a business perspective. Well, and that's what's really unique about what you do is that um, you've been an entrepreneur and a business owner for, for quite some time now. This is your accounting firm is not the first go round for you, and you've you've been in the business world. So you bring a uh, an entrepreneur business mindset to to the books, and it's not just an accounting mindset. You're looking at it from what's what's going to best benefit the business owner, not just from a hey, are you going to be cool with the IRS, but from a how do you best manage your finances uh, on your day-to-day transactions, where your spending is, and all those kinds of things that you need to be taken into account of uh, as a business owner. So outside of not just doing the financing, because I know there's a lot of people out there that don't do their books, right. uh, that just they know they got money coming in, they got money going out, but they don't really understand the ins and outs of 
where, how, or who, or when that stuff's coming in? What are some of the other things that you see? Well, uh, just speak a little more on that. That's that's the you know CPAs are more on that financial accounting and financial you know reporting piece. Mm -hmm. Where you know I focus not only on that but also on the managerial accounting, which is what you know the information that managers need, not necessarily what needs to go out to the IRS or what needs to go out to investors, but what do managers need to see, and that's different information than what a financial. Um, report looks like, which is what the IRS needs to see, which is where the CPA is to focus on. And it, you know, pl plays into that, that, you know, I can, not only can I give you the reports, and a lot of people, I have had a recent uh, connection, I asked them what they do, bookkeeper does, and it's, yeah, they, they crunch the numbers and give them the reports, and that's it. <laughs> they don't explain to, well, what does that mean? And a lot of people in bookkeeping and accounting don't know what that means, because that's the world they were in, which was just the accounting world, and so there's no crossover, and so, you know, not, you know, my, my, uh, phrase is seeing beyond the numbers. You know, I, I don't only want to give you the numbers. I want to explain, see beyond them. What does that mean? You know, what does it mean for the business, and how can we, you know, make your business more profitable? Yeah, well, that's that's a um, uh, that, that that's a that's a big big difference uh, with uh, what I see. It, it's a matter of um, really bringing a bookkeeper in like yourself that that understands the businessy side of things. Um, and that's really with what you what you do in, in the bookkeeping world. Um, what I really see that differentiates what you're doing, um, and, and I know because we've had these conversations, right? Because before we before we hired your firm, we were one of those people that just you know that had um, you know that had money coming in, money going out, but we really didn't see any of that. And and folks, I got to tell you, um, when we brought Elmer on board, it really up leveled. Uh, our business because one of the beautiful things about hiring a bookkeeper is you don't have to worry about the numbers. The, <laughs> yeah. bo the, the bookkeeper handles that and manages it for you. But at the end of the day, you're armed with a lot of information that you can use to leverage where the money's coming in, who you're getting it from and so forth. So with that, what are, what are some of the other things that uh, you're seeing mistakes being made? Well, just speak more about, you know, um, I, the, I did an article called you know, the 10 most common accounting mistakes um, that business owners commonly make. And, you know, one of them was, you know, hiring the wrong accounting person, bookkeeper. So, you know, let's say that the business owner makes the right step and be like, okay, I really shouldn't be doing this. It's not my forte and I, I can better spend my time growing the business and doing sales or whatever it might be. Uh, but then, you know, making that step, it's just the first step, you know, you can make actually make yourself in a worse situation if you hire the wrong person, you know, the wrong accounting person, and or bookkeeper. You know, it cannot only lead to creating financial problems, um, which then have uneducated decisions being made about the business. But you know, you can end up having audits and or penalties from IRS, state agencies, you know, federal agencies if it's not handled right. Um, hiring yourself or uh, an inexperienced office person to to handle it, even family members, I've seen that happen before. You know, it can create issues that can haunt you for and your business for years to come. Um, you know, the wrong person won't know how to invoice properly. You may not know, ta you know, tax laws uh, or how to properly classify expenses and, you know, journal entries. Um, it's it just so many things, little things that, you know, if you don't do right, you know, it's, it's you're not going to have the proper information. Without the proper information, you make the wrong decisions. Well, yeah, and, and that, you know, I, I love the fact that you bring up hiring, right, because we see this in... Um, the employment screening sector, you know, the cost to onboard a, a new employee is like $7,000 if you're paying them like minimum wage, right? Um, bringing on a bookkeeper or an accountant or something, if you're bringing on something that's hiring your books, 
that that can add up over time because the, the it's it's not just the um, uh, the initial cost because by all means it becomes a business expense. By the way, you Elmer could probably tell me if I'm wrong or not. You can write that off, mm-hmm. right? Because it's somebody that's managing your books, so it becomes a business expense that you get to write off. Yep. However. If you don't hire right the first time, if you don't bring in the right bookkeeper the first time, now you have to go back and recreate the wheel, especially if the new bookkeeper that you're bringing on does things a little bit different than the person that you were having to uh, do cleanup with. Yeah, well, I recently, a couple of last year or the year before, IRS came out with a new safe harbor for um, deducting of um, equipment. And a lot of business owners were saying, you know, if I go out and buy a computer, it's over $500, and all of a sudden now I have to depreciate it you know, over five years or, or whatever the life of the computer is going to be. And, um, you know, I, I, you know, I try to keep up on all these things. And so I saw that and I started mentioning it to some of my clients and they were like, Oh, well, let me run it by my CPA. And the CPA is like, I didn't even know that. It's like, <laughs> that's something you should know. And that's a lot of, you know, a lot of money that, you know, you could deduct now instead of having to depreciate it over, over five, five years, years or whatever. Or whatever so, you know, and so yeah, you know, hiring the wrong person, even though, somebody who's knowledgeable, if they aren't keeping up to date on what's happening, you know, every day that you still could be losing money or just it's you know, spreading out the money. Yeah. Well, and we've had experiences ourselves with uh, CPAs that we've worked with in the past who uh, don't focus on those day in, day out things, things that you can benefit from now. And, um, you know, having a bookkeeper uh, on board such as yourself could be, uh, is extremely valuable because, um, especially with with what you are doing with dollars and cents bookkeeping, is staying up to date on what benefits your clients, right? Whereas uh, a CPA or an accounting firm is not necessarily looking at all the new changes and stuff that affect business on day to day stuff that's going to save you money now. They're, they're, you know, a CPA's mindset might be more concerned about what's going to save you money on taxes. Right. Um, and it's two different strategies, two completely different strategies. And I know from experience, um, when working with you, the, 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 the savings that we've had in our business, stuff that people in the past told us that you can't deduct that, but no, you can, or, um, like, like you said, the depreciation stuff, um, is huge. And, and, uh, just those little tweaks in your business changes the numbers so drastically that, it, that it's so important. Um, so we're going to take a short break, but before we do, we've been talking to Elmer Howard of Dollars and Cents Bookkeeping about financial due diligence and the ten most common um, most common accounting mistakes that business owners make. So stick with us. We'll be right back after this break. Are you an entrepreneur who speaks at conferences? Have you attended a conference and seen someone on stage you know is guilty of bad business practices? If you want to stand out from the crowd and give your prospective clients peace of mind, then make sure your business is in the clear directory. All of our members operate in transparency and are screened annually for frauds and scams. Stand out from the crowd and get in the clear directory. Visit clearbusinessdirectory.com forward slash join to sign up today. All right. Welcome back to the In the Clear podcast. I'm your host, Justin Ruckla, and we are talking to Elmer Howard of Dollars and Cents Bookkeeping. You can find Elmer's profile inside the Clear Business Directory or at Dollars and Cents Bookkeeping. No, oh, DNS. D-A-N-D-S. Bookkeeping.com. Dollars and cents was already taken. Gotcha. Well, and we're talking today about um, uh, financial due diligence and uh, the 10 
most common mistakes, accounting mistakes that business owners make uh, in, in, their, in their accounting practices. Um, Elmer's just been a uh, plethora of information. He's been a huge asset for our business. Um, and so we're going over some of the things that you should be paying attention to in your business. Um, Elmer, prior to the break, one of, the, one of the things we were talking about was making sure that you, um, as a business owner, that you hire the right bookkeeper. What are, what are some of the other things that, um, uh, some of the other thing, mistakes, common mistakes that business owners make? Uh, I think the, the biggest mistake that when book, uh, business owners do their own bookkeeping uh, is, and I see this a lot in new companies that I start working with, is mixing the business and personal finances. Um, you know, they, they think it's, you know, because it's mixed in any way or they're, you know, it's going to be Schedule C at the end of the year that they don't have to worry about, um, you know, pulling, you know, spending money out of the business for something personal. And that causes problems in a couple of ways. One, the IRS frowns upon it. And it's not necessarily illegal or, you know, uh, against any of their, their codes and stuff, but it, it, they just frown upon it. And, you know, they're going to dig deeper and make sure that any deductions you do take are there for businesses and it could cause problems. But it causes problems on when you hire an outside bookkeeper. I don't know your day-to-day -day personal life. So when I see all these transactions in a business account, I assume that for your business, and I'm going to code them as a business expense when they're really personal and you knew they were personal. And then now, you know, if the IRS, you know, if I, we end up filing taxes that way and the IRS catches wind, it's like, this is a personal and then you can get audited and, you know, it causes problems down the road. It's always best that not to commingle businesses have a separate checking account and then if you want if you need money personally just you know move that money from your business into your personal account and then spend it from there exactly. because then I see that I see a transfer to a certain checking number and I know that checking number is your personal I automatically know that's a, you know withdrawal or however we're going to you know classify it as but it was a payment out to you and then you can do what the, what, what you want with it personally it makes it much cleaner and, and easier to to in time, you know, less it's more efficient, you know. Yeah, well, and like you said, in the, in the long run, it's um, less risky. And uh, the beautiful thing is, is that with a bookkeeper, um, you know, you automate that for us. And here, here's the I don't look at our books anymore, folks. <laughs> I, Homer and his firm do that for us. Um, and if we need something personally, you know, that money, you know, it's, it's a phone call, it's an email. The money gets moved and it's done for you. You don't have to worry about that. That's what's beautiful about hiring the right bookkeeper is, is that you can uh, automate a lot of those processes to where you're paying yourself and you, then you don't have to worry about whether or not you're commingling those funds. And um, speaking of paying yourself, the other problem that I see with a lot of businesses is they, um, they don't pay themselves a market-based wage. Mm. So... Um, that salary, you know, not, right? <laughs> not, yeah, not getting the owner's compensation right uh, doesn't let you get a true pre-tax profit. Uh, you know, you, you need to, if you work in the business and you're an owner or a partner that works in the business, you need to make a market wage or your pre-tax profit will be overstated. Uh, well, so what do you mean overstated, meaning that you're not... So, so if, you know, simple numbers, $100,000 a year, company, you took out $10,000, <clears> you know, paycheck, but you took out... $60,000 in withdrawals, the business looks like it made $90,000 because you only paid yourself $10,000 wage. Because you know, your profit and loss, you don't pull out your, your withdrawals that, that comes on the, the balance sheet. So you know, you overstated. So then I go to sell it and it's like, oh yeah, look, I'm a $90,000 a year profit business. You know? And I'm simplifying, I'm not adding yeah. any of the other expenses. I'm yeah. just looking at it just from the payroll side. When really you should have been making fifty, sixty thousand dollars. That because when someone buys a business, 
they not not necessarily do what you do. They have to hire someone to do that. And so if they don't know what your you know what your market based base wage is because of what you put in the books, what you're really paying yourself, it ends up being overstated. So you know it's a ninety thousand dollar business on paper, but in reality when you dig into it and make and pay the the owner a market based wage, it might be a twenty three thousand dollar net profit at the end of the year instead of that ninety. So it's just really a huge overstatement. But not only that, in certain um, certain uh, business classifications, legal standings, if you do that, it's illegal. Ooh. The IRS frowns upon that, not only frowns upon it, but it's considered um, uh, you're avoiding payroll taxes, so it's a tax. Gotcha, so it's, it's a tax evasion. It's a tax evasion because you're, you're avoiding Social Security and the um, uh, Medicare kind of tax. Gotcha, so you're taking a draw, you're, you're, you're paying yourself, but you're avoiding the, the salary piece, that, that responsibility of having to pay into those systems that, right. like you said, the IRS really frowns on. So that can become uh, a, a trap. Uh, and if you don't, that's something if you're not aware of, if you, even if you hire a CPA to do your, do your, uh, your, uh, your taxes, uh, if that comes up, if you get audited, that could be a huge red flag and lead to all sorts of legal issues. Yeah, miss, I just in statewide, I had a recent client who wasn't hiring me on a monthly basis and just hiring me to come in and do things. And, you know, I told him, you really need me to do this all the time because he had payroll and they weren't paying, and you know, they weren't. You know, paying taxes, classifying it right, and the uh, the state the state of Arizona actually you know uh, slapped them with a thirty five thousand dollar fine, Ooh. and that you know and we got I got out of it you know we got them out of it you know because it was just you know um, some, some mistakes, but you know you're facing those kind of things, so you're not only facing what you avoided for taxes. I mean you know that's just a fine on top of it. So yeah. you know you not only will you owe those taxes you didn't pay, you're gonna owe you know you're gonna get slapped with something that could put you out of business. Yeah, and even though you got him out of it, he could avoid it all of he that. He could have avoided it if he just had you working. Yeah. So he had to go through all that experience, that stress of getting yeah. that thirty five thousand dollar fine from the IRS and whatnot. Unfortunately you're able to get him out of that, but I, again I hiring a bookkeeper that like yourself that can come in and help businesses prevent that kind of stuff is huge. And um, you know, again, speaking from experience and working with your firm, um, the dollar cost average of uh, the amount of time and trying to figure out what the books are, what the what the proper way of doing the money, it, it's been a huge return, huge ROI uh, in our business uh, alone. So I, I can only imagine um, the effect that you're having on other people's businesses as well. And, and you know, just because the IRS doesn't contact you right away about a mistake you've made doesn't mean they're not going to. <laughs> um, another company that, that I'm de dealing with had a 401k, and that's very strict about, the, you know, about filing. You know, you have certain file, you know, things you got to file, especially at the end of the year. And, you know, five years later, after he had closed the file 401k, the IRS sent a letter saying, we didn't get your final report. And just because we didn't get that final report, they were charging $20 a day, and they hadn't gotten to it until five years later. She was talking about $20 a day over a five-year period. Wow. Um, again, I got them out of it. We don't know why they didn't get it, but it was filed, and I had to just send it to them. Yeah. But, you know, if he hadn't filed it because he didn't know or, you know, you yeah. know that would have been – $20 a day times 365 days times, times five. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a big chunk yeah. of change. Yeah. Yep. That's a big chunk of change. Well, that's that's awesome. Awesome. Well, before we wrap up the show, is there any other key points that you can um, identify uh, that you would like to talk about on the show today? Because I do want to point people to your website because I know that you have a, uh, a white paper on these things as well that you can share with people. So what, what are what's, what, what's one of the other big mistakes that uh, business owners make? Uh, not knowing your labor efficiency ratio or how to manage labor productivity. This is something a lot of people don't get, talk about. Um, and if you have a chance, uh, I highly recommend 
um, Greg Crabtree's book, Simple Numbers, Straight Talk, Big Profits, Four Keys to Unlock Your Business Potential. Um, it, it really talks about things that you know even I didn't realize and learn from you know stuff that I've been working through. And, and basically, you know, the, the key to profitability in any business is labor efficiency because that is your biggest expense. You know, when you run your P and L, your, your biggest number for expenses is that payroll category. So if you really don't know. You know, it's not about how much, how many people you have or how much you pay them. It's about how much productivity, gross profit you get for every dollar of labor. And people don't know that. That's your labor efficiency relationship. Mm. So if I pay someone a dollar in payroll, what does that equate to in profit? You know, if you're paying a dollar and getting fifty cents, is a problem. You're losing money. You know, yeah. if you're paying someone a dollar and then getting two, three dollars. You know, return. You're getting yeah. That's your, yeah. so. I think that's the other thing that people don't know and and. You know, and be not being having a background in accounting or bookkeeping, you might not be able to understand. And so, having the right bookkeeper or accountant to talk to to, to know how to understand that and, and read those reports and run those reports, yeah, uh, something that QuickBooks doesn't have. You know, uh, Greg's company has put out a, a program called Central Numbers that ties into QuickBooks and it'll pull your data and give you that labor. Awesome. Data and you, ratio. Can you use that system? I do use that system, and and. Uh, it's in beta. They haven't released it yet for the QuickBooks, but I'm helping them test it out and, and, and learning more about it. But they have different, you know, more reporting than you can get out of QuickBooks itself. So there you go, folks. If you want an edge in your bookkeeping system, Elmer's part of that program right now. You can really apply that and uh, implement that for your business. Uh, highly, highly recommend Elmer and Dollars and Cents Bookkeeping. Uh, Elmer, where can, um, where can our listeners go to learn more about these 10 accounting mistakes that uh, business owners uh, Owners commonly make. Where can they get more information? Uh, it'll be on the website, and that is D A N D S, so standing for dollars and cents, bookkeeping.com. D A N D S, bookkeeping.com. Fantastic. Again, you could also find Elmer's profile inside the clear business directory uh and and folks before you um before you hire just any bookkeeper uh again take a look at elmer's profile we highly recommend him uh, he's been super efficient in uh the roi for our business when we hired him has been just it's been tenfold so it's it's been amazing uh but before you hire anybody um make sure that business is in the clear you know who you're working with and that you hire right the first time elmer thanks so much for being on the show today thank you for having me If you or your business has been ripped off by a fraud or scam, visit InTheClearPodcast.com and let us know.